Seven years ago, in the rooms of the role-playing hour. One day I'll be married, I suppose. It happens to everyone. <laughs> yeah, I don't really want to be married, have kids. More me? How will I cope with that? They say you love kids regardless. I don't think I will, but I guess I'll have to. I don't plan on doing the whole wife and two children thing, but how can anyone avoid it? Yep. One day we all have to bite the bullet. For now, I'll just have fun. Yeah, I guess so. Nice game today, Dungeon Master. <laughs> Thanks, Cliff. Yeah, even I'm starting to like playing this game with you guys. Thanks, Jules. <laughs> it really is nice to be surrounded by friends. Meanwhile, Cicadas made love. The cicadas had babies, and for seven years those grubs, called nymphs, lay hidden underground, blind and flightless, sucking the sap from the roots of trees. And so seven years went by, and now here we are today in the rooms of the role-playing hour. Uh, you know, I'm so lonely now. Even my fantasies are different. It's because I know I'm beyond sex. I'm too old. And now no one will ever have sex with me again. And I'll always be alone. Well, you are a jerk. A bold jerk. Yeah, a bold jerk. While you weren't getting women and instead just playing D&D &D and hanging out with your friends, you lost all your hair. So now you'll never get women. And there's the smell. And his body is just kind of melted. Yes. Because I'm old and so apart from women, I look at them differently, you know. Less like human beings. I noticed it the other day. There I was, looking at a cute girl in the street. I look much longer and more brazenly now than I used to. When I was younger, I'd be careful, you know. When I was 21, and I was looking at a 21-year-old woman, all nervous and cautious. It was different, and my expectations were different. She was around my age. She could have been a potential girlfriend, right? I had to look at her as a potential girlfriend. So I had to consider her wants, needs, and opinions. I had to endow her with a certain humanity. She was one of me. She was prospective. So back then I'd look and I'd wonder what she'd like. I'd wonder how to talk to her and what things she was really passionate about, where she wanted to go in life, and if that place could include me. And that place didn't. No, that place never did. Seriously, have you seen his chest lately? It's like one of those cake icing teats. It's all perfectly white and sagging, like wax paper filled with too much creamy sugar glaze. But now, I look at women, and I'm old, so I know there is no chance they would ever want to talk to me. There's a sexual wall between us, and I'm a non-entity. Of course, it was probably the same when I was 21, but I wasn't as aware of it back then. And now it's like, uh, I don't have to think about what she's interested in. I'm 32 and she's in her mid-20s. I probably wouldn't understand her interests. I don't have to think of charming things to say because I'm a bald, pudgy old man and there's no social situation in which the two of us should be interacting unless I was to come and install her air conditioning. Because there's no hope of us interacting as human beings, and I am sexually and socially repulsive to her, it means I no longer feel the need to consider her humanity as much as before. You know, and then I launch into my fantasies. She just becomes this object of a sort. I'm not saying it's good. 
and it's not at all her fault. I'm sure I'm a terrible person. But that's just the way it is. I'm only looking at her because I think she's hot. And all means of connecting with her in any meaningful way are dead. Even the sex thing is impossible, but I'm just looking at her sexually because I'm a creep. And if I see a woman, I always look at her face, boobs, button legs, no matter what they look like. You know, it's just a reflex. Someone yawns, I yawn. I can't control it. If I want to control it, I have to concentrate really hard like I'm playing Jenga. Did you remember to buy milk, Clutterbuck? Fuck you, Keith. What? I just asked if you remember to buy milk. No need to get so aggressive. Stop judging me. And, oh, the DMs love handles. Why am I obsessing over this? Why do I care what the DM looks like? I just... I saw him coming out from the shower once in a towel, and... Is it because I'm gay? Is that why it's been affecting me more? Because the male form can hold such erotic power for me, and the DM debases the male form. Debases it so much. I've been... I've been having trouble maintaining an erection ever since I saw the DM without a shirt. They have a helpline right, a helpline I can call, and it's private. A sexual dysfunction helpline. The DM has hair on his chest in almost the exact shape as the bat signal. So I look at a girl. I don't wonder what she thinks. I don't wonder what she feels. I don't think about who she is, really. My mind just goes straight to the sex. Oh, she's a bit short. I haven't had a really short one in a while. Oh, she's a bit plump. She'll be fat when she's older, but she'll be good for short term. I'd like to pull on her hair. I'd prefer to do her from behind. Nice face, but I'd just like to see those eyes looking back over her shoulder, straight to imagining the sex like they're nothing more than that. Am I that much of a horrible person? But that's all I do now. Women just get raided sexually because I'll never talk to them. (laughs) And the fleeting image of their reflected light across my retinas is the only impression they will ever make, and the only thing I can use that impression for is as fodder for my sexual daydreams to make the day less depressing, unless I think about what it is I'm doing, and then the day gets more depressing. There is no romance in my soul anymore. The girl didn't do anything wrong. She just happened to be pretty. And look what I did with that. Jeez, it must be horrible being an attractive woman in your 20s. Through no fault of your own, perverted creeps like me stare at you and use you as fodder for their sexual fantasies, not regarding your spirit or your dreams. Oh, how awful, those poor people. Yes. Hmm. DM, maybe you should intentionally ingest a tapeworm. There's a kindy nearby, right? Kids always have parasites. Rub a few kids' butts against your face. With an intestinal parasite, you'll at least be sickly and skeletal instead of all those sagging folds. Then you can be our mascot at a Mexican Day of the Dead celebration. I'm amazed how practical and procedural my fantasies have gotten, too. Like, I was sitting there, I was looking at a girl, and I was thinking, yeah... Yeah, I'd like to have my thumb against her clit and one finger in her vag and one finger in her asshole. But I don't want to introduce the asshole finger right away. She might not be into that. And I can't touch her asshole with my finger first, try to get it in. You know, then it needs a bit of lube. So I I put it back into her vag to make it wet and then, you know, pull it out of the vag and then pop it into the asshole because, you know, too much transferal. That would be unhygienic, you know. So, yeah, unless I was wearing a rubber glove, then I took the glove. That's too complicated. So, so I think, yes, okay, so first I have to start with the two fingers in the vag, so both are wet. Mm. Then pull one finger out of the vag, right, and then have that wet finger, the knuckle of that wet finger resting against the asshole to see how she feels. And then if she's into it, then the finger is already wet, ready to go, bam, lubricated, whoa, ah, lubed up for entry. DM, what is your asshole obsession? What? I just love the feel of that grip, you know? 
It's very firm and reassuring. You got the thumb between the flaps. You got the two other fingers there holding her secure. She's not going to slip off. If she was an Ikea bookshelf, you'd be like, yep, that's attached firmly to the wall. Won't need to use the Allen key anymore for that. The dowels are all locked in place, so secondhand Encyclopedia Britannicas aren't going to fall on the floor again. I mean, you could have two fingers in the vag. Huh? Might be a bit better for her, actually. You know, but it's, then it's more uncomfortable and my ring finger has to stretch so far, my ring finger to get... Hey, maybe that's why they call it a ring finger. And hey, in the fantasies, she's always enjoying it. <laughs> so that's something. Not that she would in real life, but hey, at least in the fantasies, she's having a lot of fun too. And she's totally into my Ikea grip. <laughs> in my fantasy, she comes in like 10 seconds. Do you ever go the full Vulcan salute? No, in the fantasies, the girls were like, not too coy, but just a little bit coy about the amount of fingers I'd stuff up their asshole, you know. My fantasy ladies are dirty, but they're not that dirty. DM, you're disgusting. Every year, it's just going to get worse, isn't it? I'm going to become more of a dirty old man. Women are going to be more distant. I'm going to think about those around me less as human beings, while at the same time I become more invisible to the people of the earth, like a fading ghost. Hmm. I went to KFC the other day, and I could see my future in the thighs of my fellow patrons. I thought, hmm, that will be me. Meanwhile, the cicada nymphs finally emerge. They crawl from the ground and squeeze free from their former shells, finding suddenly that they have wings and they can fly and they can sing. They have two brief weeks of life remaining to them. Gotta find a mate. Gotta find a mate. Gotta sing. Yes, gotta find a mate. Gotta find a mate. Gotta attract her. Gotta get some eggs laid. Seven years underground, in the pitch black, sucking on a root. Now I'm free! The world above me is so new and wonderful. So many colours, every sensation is something I've never felt before. Yes, what are these? These are my wings. I can fly, I can sing, the freedom of the air. Let the world hear my song, I can't contain my joy. Oh, look, what is this new thing? This must be the moon. I know the moon from my instincts, from the depths of my soul. Even though I've, I've never seen it before, I'm supposed to fly in front of the moon. If I fly, my mate might come to me. Fly! Oh. Fly! Oh, this moon is so hard and hot. Are moons supposed to be this hard? I'll try. Just I'll just try one more time. Fly! Oh, fly! Oh, I think I've hurt my. Oh, I think I've hurt myself. The moon is the moon is hurting me. I think I. Why would my instincts tell me to to bash my head against? Oh no, George is dead. Seven years sucking on a root only to die against a street lamp while looking for love. But I won't make that mistake. I'll fly over here and... Hey, what is all of this? All around me. It's sticky. Some kind of web. Hey, and what is that? It's crawling on me. Hello, you. Hey, isn't life wonderful? Hey, what are you... Ow, its fangs are biting into me. Hey, you're hurting me, mister. Ow, my insides. I just want to sing. I want to... It was safer on the route. It was... Some cicadas don't make it. But there are so many cicadas that they're able to defend their species with a technique known as predator satiation. Predators and accidents kill cicadas by the thousands, 
but even the hungriest predator is soon full, so full it cannot possibly eat any more, leaving a few cicadas remaining in peace, ready to continue the life cycle. And some cicadas do make love, and they lay their eggs and they die, having flown for two short weeks. Soon the nymphs hatch and wait underground, sucking sap from the roots of a tree. Then, seven long years later, having spent most of their lives in the dark. Meanwhile, seven years later, in the rooms of the role-playing hour... Very well, let us go seven years back in time again then to the role-playing hour of today, right after this musical break. This is John Reese davis and I hate the role-playing hour. Ah! They're eating my legs! <clears throat> so, after that short interruption, here we are, back at the rooms of the role-playing hour today. All right, Clutterbuck, this time... Never, DM, never! I bet on Clutterbuck, 20 cents. Nah, I can't afford to lose 20 cents. Then I won't be able to afford to buy butter. Wow, you have enough money for butter? What are you going to put it on? I'm not going to put it on anything. I don't have that kind of money. I'm just going to eat the butter. That will be my dinner for the next three days. Clutterbug, that was exhausting! Am I the winner? I hope I'm the winner. The DM tore my rags. Now they have torn rags to wear. So, guys, which of us was it? Yeah, I'd say Clutterbuck won. Yeah, Clutterbuck. Clutterbuck gets the two minute noodles and the last clean fork to eat them with. Damn it! That was the last food we had! And in that huge pile of tissues, there's nothing besides that fork that isn't filth-encrusted. <gasps> the last clean fork is like Excalibur! There must be some way our dishes can get done. Maybe we can pay someone to do them. We can if someone will take $3.15. That's all I have left until next fortnight. Damn it, how do regular people deal with dirty dishes? I mean, naturally, everyone in the household says they won't do the dishes, and then no one dares clean even a single spoon because it would break the dishes Cold War deadlock, and that person would become dishes bitch for an eternity. But what do regular households do then? I don't know. There must be some key to living we haven't quite grasped. Whew. Best out of three, Clutterbuck. Then the winner also gets a powder left over at the bottom of the salt shaker. Oh, we still have powder? You're on, DM! Go! Oh, look, they've fought themselves to bloody panting exhaustion. Maybe we should just go out on the street and ask random people if they'll do our dishes. You never know, maybe if we beg. What, just talk to strangers? Yeah. You should never talk to strangers, Jim. My mum told me that. I never really had that problem as a kid. Stranger danger. No? No, it was never an issue. <laughs> Let me remember. 
playing in the sand pit these halcyon childhood days. Hey, little boy. Want some sweets? <clears throat> Excuse me? Would you like to come back to my van and have some sweets? <sighs> yeah, see, I don't know. Oh, uh, are you worried? Because I'm a stranger. There's no need to be scared. Come back to my van and we'll soon be friends. Yeah, see, but what's the point? I mean, I have my friends. I don't know you. We'll go back to your van. We'll have some small talk. But neither of us really care what the other is saying. It'll just be useless, awkward chatter. And at the end, we won't be friends. We'll just be glad to get out of each other's presence. I'm five now. I'm too old to make new friends. I hate social situations with strangers. I find them uncomfortable. So look, it's nice that you offered me some sweets out of the kindness of your heart. But let's just save ourselves the trouble of a pointless, awkward conversation that will add nothing to our lives. And you go your way and I'll go mine. But... I just don't like meeting new people. Do you... Do you know where any of the outgoing kids hang out then? No. Why would I? I, uh, well, bye then, kid. Have a nice day. That's a pointless social nicety. Don't bother. Neither of us really cares whether the other has a nice day. Just go away. Uh. I'm sure you're a swell guy, but I, I, I don't need to know you. Well, uh, um, okay, I'll just go into these bushes and masturbate from afar. You're no fun to be, actually. Uh, no fun to be around. I just have to fantasize that you're a different kid with nicer personality, really understands me, and respects my feelings. <gasps> I know how we can clean our dishes. Maybe we can take them to the swimming pool, tie dishes to ourselves, and then clean them while we swim. You have to pay for the swimming pool, right? <clears throat> Not if we jump the fence. Chlorine is uh, hygienic, and our dishes would smell like the pool. That would be nice. Plus... There are girls at the pool. Girls in bathers and bikinis. The upper part of the bikini, the lower part. <laughs> uh, which parts of the bikini are they wearing again? The upper part and the lower part. And underneath, they're naked. Just think, that water, it's touching their vaginas and their assholes. Then, and then the water is touching us. We're swimming in that water. <laughs> and... We're doing our dishes in that water. I could drink that chlorinated water. Drink, drink, and then it's like their assholes are touching my lips and face. Wait, what? You straight people are fucking perverted. It's like I'm swimming in a sea of asshole and vag. But there are old guys in the pool too, and toddlers. It's also like you're swimming in old guy and toddler asshole. It doesn't matter. I'd happily swim through an Olympic pool of old guy and toddler asshole just to get to the girls' asshole and vag water. Vag water... So are we, are we really going to wash our dishes in that? It's chlorinated vag water. If I swim, I'm going to wear goggles. I don't want asshole on my eyes. I'll just put my face underwater and think of the veggies and assholes I'm touching second hand. Maybe I'll leak the water. I don't know if I want to go into chlorinated water, though. The chemicals might hurt me. I just shaved off my Movember moustache and my face is getting really sensitive. Fuck Movember and fuck the horse it rode in on. The uh, horse it rode in on is prostate cancer. Fuck the horse named prostate cancer. This is K9 reporting, Master. You sent me to study the FM band radio program known as the Role Playing Hour and determine whether it is in need of cancellation. The answer is affirmative. So fine. Okay, I get it. The pool is just there, but 
How are we supposed to get over the fence? I told you, we'll work it out. Now, has everyone tied dishes to their body? That way, when we swim, we'll wash them clean. Yes, and it'll be like, no one is responsible for doing the dishes at all. Hey, we're just having fun. And because no one is technically responsible for cleaning the dishes, no one risks becoming dishes, bitch. I guess it is nice just to get out of the house for once. I feel like I haven't seen the outside world in years. Well, I've had enough of seeing the world, frankly. You know, I used to work as a tour guide. Yeah, it turns out acting isn't always a steady income. Sometimes we need to take up other jobs, you know, just to get by. There's no stigma to that. All actors have to do it. Last year, Tom Hanks had to take a part-time job as a golf caddy. But anyway, I was a tour guide showing various features of Australiana to our foreign friends. That sounds great. Why was that bad? I kept getting tour groups full of German nudists. And this is Uluru, sacred in local Aboriginal creation stories. Today we'll be walking the circumference and learning its tales. We must show respect at some sites though, and I ask you not to take photos when you see the signs, because certain spots here are sacred to the Aborigines. Yeah, and excuse me? Yes? And when do we get nude? There is, uh, we, we don't get nude at uh, Uluru. <laughs> Yeah, but when we are hiking, where is the place we take off our clothes? I am worried about my purse and my phone. Is there a place we can leave them? Uh, a locker or a booth at the Uluru, uh, an Uluru no, booth? The, the, there are no uh, lockers or booths. No, um, no, uh, you know. Uh, do we need to pay to do the climb? Because when we get there to the entrance, I will not have any spare change. There is nowhere to keep it on my nude body. It is the only downside of being nude. The there is no getting nude on this tour. This is not a nudist tour. Besides, being nude at Uluru would be offensive. But we are in the nature, yeah. The nature is for getting nude. You can't get nude here at Uluru. There are Aboriginal sacred sites. The last thing Aboriginals would ever want is people to be without clothes at their sacred traditional sites. Can you imagine? What an outrage. Oh, I was sure on the booking website it said... No. What if I just unzip my fly and let it hang out? No! And here we are at the Great Barrier Reef, the largest construct built by living organisms in the world. If you can all just ready your snorkeling equipment. Yeah, and when I am naked in the water, are there any fishes that will bite my wink and gespreckle? You're not... You're, you're supposed to wear bathers... Then to snorkel. And uh, what about if I accidentally touch the coral? Will it hurt my teeth funken? No, you you wear a bikini. And you, sir, wear board shorts. In fact, you can both wear wetsuits. It's safer. But we are out on the water. In nature, who will see it out there? The other guests? Me? Yeah, but it is natural, no? The human body. She was made to be without clothing. I want to feel the sun on my pants and clopper and let the little fishes kiss my Oberger Frita Sour Snatchkin. No, 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 the little fishes won't be kissing anything. This is a UNESCO World Heritage Site of outstanding natural beauty and I won't have any of you sullying it with your withered retiree... Yeah, yeah... We understand. You Australians, you are so straight-laced. You say you are easygoing and you have the she'll be right, mate. She'll be uptight, mate. Yeah, she'll be uptight, mate. About the naked human form. I'll put the clothes on. The snorkel doesn't go there! 
And here we have the Tomb of the Unknown Soldier and the fire that eternally burns here in the National Anzac War Memorial. The marble, it is cold on my plinth and kraten nacken. But, 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 what are you doing? Where are your clothes? Yeah, we left them on the bus. Uh, do you think my shoes will be safe in there? Ooh, ooh, this fire. It really warms the lippenschnacken of my gefweebelschnellers. I thought you really wanted to see a naked woman. Yeah, not like that. Peat bog bodies are better preserved than that couple. Only the DM looks worse. All right, enough talk. I'm scaling the fence. Clutterbuck, there's razor wire, and you're only wearing your bathers. And I'm up on my stove. Ah! Oh, my cock piercing. My cock piercing is caught on the razor wire. Clutterbuck, get down. Come back here. No, go forward. Forward is the only way. My cock piercing. Struggling just agitates the razor wire. Play dead. Forward, you're halfway. Come back. Play dead. Ow. Ow! The more I struggle, the more razor wire loops around my various limbs. Someone's got to unsnag him. The hell will we unsnag him when he's all the way up there? I don't know. Do you have one of those things they use to open and close windows that are really high? But you mean a, a hook on the end of a pole? Yeah, those things must have a name. I wonder what they're actually called. Hey, hey, hey! I think Clutterbuck uses one of those things to close the upper windows at the YMCA, where we go on Thursday nights to practice karate. He's the caretaker of our dojo. It's a highly sought-after position. It means he gets to smell the mats after everyone is done with them. Hey, Clutterbuck, you have to think. We need a hook on the end of a pole. You know where some are stored. Where can we find a hook? On the end of a pole. Ah, my cock piercing. <laughs> that cock piercing is really snagged on the razor wire there. We definitely need a hook on the end of a pole. I think we have a screwdriver back of the house. That's a bit like a hook. And I have a pencil. A screwdriver on the end of a pencil. It won't be long enough. Uh, we could throw it at him. Clutterbuck, wait here. We're going to tape a screwdriver to the end of a pencil and throw it at you. Ow, ow, ow. Ow. Oh, so many lacerations to my epidermis. Who's better at throwing? We'll only get one shot. Oh, oh okay. I'm down. I'm on the other side. Are you okay, Clutterbuck? Look, there's his cock piercing still up there on the razor wire. There you go, guys. I opened the gate. I don't think anyone's looking. Quick, get inside now. Oh, and Jim? It's called a pole hook. Is it really? From this day forth it is. No one has dared name that object before. So here I am planting my flag. A pole hook. Oh, look at all those cuts. You look like you're wearing a Spider-Man costume, even though you're hardly wearing anything at all. I'll be back in a bit. Where are you going? To get a pole hook. Why? To get my foreskin. It's still stuck up there on the razor wire. Oh, no. A bird just flew off with it. Never mind. So now we just sneak into the pool and we can wash our dishes and no one will be dishes, bitch! Listeners, how do you deal with the dishes, bitch, in your house? How do you stop from becoming the dishes, bitch? How do you afford new dishes every week? Or does someone actually clean them? Maybe you have someone chained up? I don't understand how these households work. Martha Stewart never has that tip. Tell us your dishes stories. Just dial 83135000 or message us by writing on our Facebook page. Or just write something that has nothing to do with anything. Uh, Just look for the role-playing hour on Facebook. That's R-O-L-E. So, facebook.com slash the role-playing hour. You're listening to Keith, Clutterbuck, Jim, and the DM here on the role-playing hour on Radio Adelaide 
Digital Radio online and 101.5 FM. We can be emailed during the week at the roleplaying hour at hotmail.com. We are also putting every one of our old episodes up on the roleplaying hour on the WordPress page. Yes, the address is theroleplayinghour.wordpress.com. But right now, call in on 83135000 or write us a message on our Facebook page telling us about how you handle the dishes in your household. We'll be back with you live after this musical break. This is Jonathan Frakes, and I hate the role-playing hour so much that whenever I hear it, I want to eject my warp core. For seven long years, Radio Adelaide has been... Sucking the sweet, sweet sap out of a root. Which is very similar to a game male strippers make brides-to-be play at hen's nights that Jim was talking about in the break. Mm. Um, the violet crumble. Anyway. Mm. Um, <laughs> yes. Do you want Radio Adelaide to pupate? If you want to age, age, aid. It's emergence from the shell. It's cracking forth from the carapace. It's 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 breaking of the chitin. It's only taken 40 years. Mm. Then, why not subscribe and get a colour magazine sent out to you? Keep up to date with all the Radio Adelaide news, but have a warm feeling in your heart because you know that you helped them pupate, emerge, live for two weeks, and then die. So... <laughs> $52 a year or $26 concession is all it costs. Dial 8313-5000 during business hours to subscribe. Or go to the Radio Adelaide website. Just Google Radio Adelaide and look there. Google, Google Radio Adelaide. The Google googly eyes. So, um, yes, and of, of course that's not quite enough to lure you in, is it? You have a chance of winning, if you subscribe this month, a chance of winning two season passes to the Selby and Friends Classical Music 2013 concert season, valued at $450. And it, interestingly, those two season passes got eaten by a goat. We had them here, and a goat ate them. And we're waiting two days, and the goat is going to pass maybe, them maybe, through its maybe, maybe system. Maybe win the goat. Wait, we can't give them a goat? No, that's No, we much. can't give them no. yeah. the, the Valued at $800. Then Radio Adelaide will have no milk. Yeah. <laughs> and everyone yeah. here will starve to death. And get angry. Mm. No cheese. Passive aggressiveness mm. out the back. But when the goat passes the passes, we'll pass them on to you. Mm. And that's how you will get your hands on those. So do we have anything on the Facebook wall? Uh, we have a... Whoa, that's a big question. We have a... Okay, I'll start from the start. Jordan mm-hmm. says, mm-hmm. Don't worry, DM. I'm not married either. <gasps> We can get married together. We can make one of those pacts everyone makes when they're desperate and lonely and want to hit on someone but can't quite get up the courage to, if we're not married by a certain age, we'll get married. So, Jordan, if we're not married by the time I'm 33, which is next (laughs) month, we'll get married. You're lucky, man. Uh, Jess says... Right on the Facebook wall, if you agree, Jordy. Jess says... Can I you Jordy LaForge? If you had (laughs) nine... If you had nine lives... What would you waste one on one? Well, only one? Yeah. Mm. What, you mean apart from community radio? Mm-hmm. Mm. <laughs> I think guy. there's something in that for all of us. Yeah. Yeah, that guy. Um. <laughs> Maybe a wine relay. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Autoerotic asphyxiation, yes. but without any of the eroticism. Well, mm. Because I'd feel dirty if I woke up knowing that I died of autoerotic asphyxiation. Just- but if it was just asphyxiation... With no erotic element. So like a, with a really ugly prostitute. So I wasn't really turned on, but I was still suffocated. While skydiving. No. <laughs> uh, you want to do the next question? I guess if you're going to waste a life, you might as well do it with more of a bang. Why not? Yeah, okay. 
But the prostitute probably won't want to... Maybe she will want to skydive, depending on what it's she's expensive, into. expensive, so... It's yeah. like she'd be being paid a lot to do I've it. Still got, yeah, I've still got to access the same bank account once I come back to life, so I don't want to spend mm. all that extra money, really. Mm. What money? On the skydive. No, but like, what money? <laughs> yeah, I don't have any money. <laughs> uh, the, the next post is from uh, Chris. He says, good question, when do we get nude? Now, uh-huh. everyone uh, get nude. It's quite We've warm We've been in nude here. the entire show. Mm. Yeah. Mm. yeah. It's a stunning sight. That's, that's right. that's, uh, everyone says you go on radio because you look bad, which is somewhat true. But uh, I've never heard that joke. There are other reasons, uh, and one of those is go to work completely nude. Mm. Newsreaders obviously just let their tackle hang below the desk. That's right. But Sandra Sully, whew. but um, Whoosh. sullying that seat. No, that's what is that slander? We didn't mean that. Obviously, that's not true. I'd swim those waters. That was very bad of me to say, and I instantly apologise. And I do not want to defame her at all. <clears throat> no, but we obviously we are Sandra sullying the seats right now. <laughs> Speak for yourself. Nice. <clears throat> We do have a pretty cool one from uh, Jess It's still embarrassing well. if you get an erection. Mm. Oh. The old male studio. No one, no one knows, though, besides... If you stand up, if I have to, like, stand up to oh, let yeah. someone in. But everyone's used to it after a couple of years. Or it might mm. knock on the underside of the table. Mm. As you're listening to shows, you might occasionally hear a little yeah. thump. Mm. And now you know what that is. And they'll be like, George, again. Yeah. And yeah, sometimes you hear sure. something that sounds like a page moving. Yeah. That's actually us flipping through the book of flesh on our, our, our secretary here, right. who uh, actually is a mute, unfortunately. <laughs> She's mute. She can't speak. Oh, stop flipping through a book of flesh. <laughs> oh, my life. Uh, we've got... Uh, yeah, you go. Uh, I don't even know where we're up to right now. Uh, we got a statement from Chris we, before we get to the one with Jess. Yes. Uh, yes. It says, there is only one way to handle the dishes at my place. Mm-hmm. In full Hazchem gear. Mm-hmm. I know. Yes, reminds me of when I was 17, yes. yes. First time I lived home, away from home, yes. Anyway, we do have a, uh, a cool one from uh, Jess sitting at home who uh, says uh, she's just undergone an, uh, quite an awkward moment when her dad and his religious fiancé arrived home and you're like, oh, quick, turn the role-playing hour off so as, not to, so as to avoid any awkwardness. And then it took about 10 minutes to find headphones before she could turn it back on, so <gasps> she wants to know what she missed. Oh, mm. you missed a lot of self-loathing. Do you get my IKEA grip? More self-loathing. <laughs> More <laughs> self-loathing. Let me let me look back. I'm pretty, so sure, that, I'm pretty sure that was a, a thumb, lot longer than ten minutes. Thumb ago. between the flaps, I think. One finger in the vag, the other <laughs> finger in the asshole. Anyway, Jess, we'll we'll, we'll talk about it later in private. Uh, mm. <clears throat> Chris says, "Money to help people die." Pretty sure that's illegal, Adro. Mm. Wait, what country you in? <laughs> Money. Hydro. Money to help people die. What? No, the prostitute doesn't die. No, I. The prostitute's fine. She has a parachute. And we're not doing that anyway. It's too expensive. What if she has nine lives too? She may have, oh. but you wouldn't want to waste it on that. <clears throat> all right, is that all of them? Yeah. Pretty much. Yeah, all the show. bugs, all yeah. the cicadas. Yeah. No one's got That's any it. particular announcement they need to make. Jim's mm. oh, mm. pregnant. <gasps> this yes. is Coronemic. Do you hate the role-playing hour? Not a problem. I'll get them cancelled faster than you can say synchronized swatches. Ah, seriously. You're still making me do this Parker Lewis shtick? You think this is funny? You guys are complete fu- Yay, the pool! Look at all those women in bikinis. Some are in the water. The water here is like- like a soup made of hot girls. The water is caressing their every part. Oh, pool water, get on my face. Get on my face. Oh, cream of hot girl soup. Ooh, hot guys with no shirts. Why did we never go to the pool before this? Everyone's got the dishes tied around them. Yep. 
Yep. Yes, indeed. Uh, 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 okay, then. Let's start swimming. Here I go. Ah, uh, look at that water. I can see my reflection there in the ripples. It's always shocking when I see myself nowadays. I don't look at all like the image I have of myself anymore. My mental picture must be about ten years out of date. Oh, I'm going to gargle the pool water. That's vagina and asshole fresh. Look at all these young women in bikinis here. All their smooth, fresh skin. They'll be like this for what? A few few years, a few summers, and then never again. You're a kid for 18 years. You're in your prime for maybe 8 years. And then you're old for 40-odd years. 40 years of sucking roots in the dark. Here I am, so repulsive and yet invisible. That's what being repulsive does to you in our society. You're not part of a freak show. No one is terrified. You're invisible. That's everyone's greatest fear. The beautiful people we notice. But look at me there. My old face. My receding hair. That piece of potato peel floating across the surface. Oh, that's from Clutterbuck's Dishes. Hmm. Who is that I'm looking at? One man standing alone, staring at himself in a pool while everyone around him has fun. Ooh, this is working. The grease is coming right off. And it's not sad that the bikini girls don't see me and don't like me. Why would they? Just because I find them attractive, why should they find me attractive? Of course they wouldn't. They have their own thing going on. They're looking for the people at that same bright starburst of life that they're experiencing. Life in the prime. Of course, you know, that's how we're all biologically wired. Find someone around the same age as you about as pretty and call that love. And it is, isn't it? Look at that banana skin. Look at that band-aid floating in the pool like little boats. (laughs) Miss the boat and you'll be out at sea alone forever. Your body will betray you. Is my body being old making my soul worse? Or was my soul always this bad and now it's just getting revealed as I get older, as the facades of me are blown away by desert winds? It's simple to seem like a good person when you have it easy. The bad person can hide then. Look at me lusting after these bikini girls. I guess I was always this bad and it's only revealed to me now. Hey, so uh, how's it going there, guy? Nice board shorts. Oh, I like what you've done with your snail trail. Can I touch it? Hey, uh, what is that all over you? These? Oh, they're just, uh, dirty dishes. Just, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm good at sharing housework. I make a great life partner. Just putting that out there. Hey, why are you swimming just behind me? Uh, I just wanted to bask in your fresh vagina water. I wanted to swim in its riptide. I wanted to wallow in your womanhole wake. What? As you swim, the pool water washes over your curves and your hidden feminine folds. And onto my face! It's the closest I've ever come to... Security! No, no, wait! I haven't finished doing the dishes! Security here. What's the problem? He said he was wallowing in my womanhole water! What? Don't you know the rules? Can't you read the sign? No running, no bumming, no wallowing in womanhole water. Well, I can't really read. I've got so much chlorine in my eyes. Look, you can see some couples sitting around the pool. (laughs) He's helping put sunscreen on her back. They're teaching their kids to swim. 
Those two have just fallen in love and they're still nervous around each other, especially in such an erotically charged situation as being half naked in the pool. Couples and families. But that's okay. I never wanted to get married. Kids are not for me. Let them have their fun. They can... You just get stuck your whole life. Anyway, never alone. You just... You just... You just get stuck. DM, help! The security are dragging me away! Hey, wait, what is all this filth in the water? Is that a tea bag? And a sardine can? What are you guys doing? You can't take all the mess into the pool. We're busted, DM, run! I'm gonna find... I'm gonna run over to this green field over here. No, Clutterbuck, that's just a mural! Oh! My dishes are nearly done! Or just need to get back to the water for one more lap! You can't hold me, security! You can't stop me, fascist! I'm getting there! I'm getting there! Hey, what is that, a taser? Cool! Yeah, so basically, this is like a bit of a Lady Gaga thing. It's a fashion statement. I'm cutting edge. This overcoat made of dishes, you should totally do me. You'd be doing a fashionista. All four of you, get out! Ah, oh, but come on, I was so close to... All of you, you don't even have armbands. You're trespassing and filthy. Out. Well, we got some of the dishes half clean. I'll happily eat from half clean plates better than it was before. Oh, I was so close. But since that hot guy saw me getting thrown out by security for being a trespassing pov, he'll never want to speak to me. How embarrassing. They say we're banned from all public pools in the city now. I just got a short taste. A short taste of the fudge water. All those girls had been bathing in it. Oh, it tasted like... It tasted like... It tasted like noxious chemicals. So close. Now I'll never... A girl will never... I'll never see it. I'll never really taste it. Oh, it's not so... Oh, hang on. Let me just adjust my dishes overcoat. It's Anyway, look, <clears throat> it's not so bad, guys. Cheer up. We have each other. <laughs> we just, <laughs> hey, we let some chances pass us by. We have some dirty dishes. No one will love us, but <laughs> we, can, we, can, we can still go back to our house and live in the dark, staring at bright screens in the dark, in the dark for the next 40-odd years, no one hearing our song. Then we die. But hey, at least we're not we're not married, right? Yeah, we're not stuck in that. So that's something. No screaming kids. We're the lucky ones. Ah, uh, hello. Hello. Could you tell us the way to the public pool? Yeah, it's just over there. Und the water? Do they have too much chemicals? I wouldn't like to get a rash on my klopper. Yeah, they they have nude basing there, right? And lockers where we can store our keys. What? But you guys again? Just stop talking to me, stupid German nudists! Oh, so uptight. Yeah, he just needs to feel the sun and the free air on his winkenspreckelhaftenschlooper. Hey, I, I think this cup I had tied to my ankle is actually clean now. I think we have a cup that is clean. One whole cup. I'm using it. No, me. No, me. Guys, there's only one way to settle this. One way that's fair. Fine. Fine. Skills at you! Jab! Cross! Uppercut! Ow! My eye! I punched myself! No! Back at you! And seven years later, 
A hundred thousand cicadas emerged from the ground. Some of them made love and laid eggs, and their nymphs grew beneath the earth quietly, secretly, safely. And seven years later, another hundred thousand cicadas emerged. And seven years later, another hundred thousand. And again, seven years later, and again, seven years later, and so on and so on. Until the end of time. <laughs>